This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to the Inheritance Cycle page-by-page podcast, where we'll be reading through all four books in the Inheritance Cycle series, chapter-by-chapter, page-by-page. We'll also offer our own insights, theories, and first impressions of the wonderful world of Allegasia. May good fortune rule over you, may the stars watch over you, and may peace live in your heart. Hello and welcome to the Inheritance Cycle page-by-page podcast where we talk about the Inheritance Cycle or the Aragon books page-by-page and chapter-by-chapter. So I'm one of your hosts, Austin, also known as Teacup. And I'm your other host, Shelby or Sheacup. Before we start, I just want to remind you that two great ways to support this podcast are to leave us ratings and review on Apple and Spotify. If you leave us five stars, we will read it out on a future episode of the show. And... Another great way to hang out with us is to join our Discord, the Cuffs Podcasting, and more. You can find that in the episode description. With that being said, let's get onto it and let's dive into this chapter. So today we are reading the chapter An Old Friend, which finds us with Aragon and Brom as they find uh, Jode's house. They meet with Jode and learn uh, about like how they're going to find the shipping records to try to hunt down the Razak. Uh, Brom and Jode have a private conversation where Aragon learns that Brom has some friends that he talks about and that he tells Jode about Sephira, which really angers Aragon. And he also learns that Jode and uh, Brom were once in the city of Gilead looking for something. And he learns all that. Then we get this other scene where he leaves uh, Tiram, and he goes to be with Sephira. It's a real comical scene where he gets stuck, and Sephira basically has to tease him. And she swoops down and gets him out and teases them. And then they kind of talk about everything that's going on. And then we go back, and we learn that Aragon doesn't know how to read, and Brom has to teach him to read. And we learn about this book called The Dominance of Fate, which is this banned book that is basically a complete history of Allegasia, which I saw as a very important thing. And other than that, I don't think there is any kind of more to talk about other than Aragon and Brom have a conversation about Roran and Aragon really wants to like help find Roran and like make sure that he's okay. And they have a conversation about like Galvatorx will go after Roran and Roran's going to have to learn to fight for himself. And that's all that really happened. So what were kind of your impressions? I have so many thoughts. So many thoughts. I also have a lot of predictions um, for this chapter, so you'll have to bear with me when we get there. But I really enjoyed this chapter. Um, I like this town. I want them to stay there and be happy for the rest of the book, and that's just it. Um, But I know that's not going to happen. So um, the Angela character was funny to me, very eccentric, very herbalist, witchy kind of person. the one of the first things that stood out to me is that Jode or Jod, which one is it? It's Jode, like rhymes with Bode. Okay, so Jode 
this stuck out to me. This is one of the first things I noticed. Jode is rich. Homie got money. His house says, it says he had a wrought iron knocker and a marble doorstep. Compare that to Aragon's beginnings. You know, that's a big difference. Yeah. So I also felt like bad things are afoot here. Lots of... Not this is not necessarily lore dumping in this chapter. We're just getting so much more backstory about Brahm that I find to be very interesting. Um, Jode says, like, you don't look different. It's been 20 years. You look exactly the same. So Brahm's mm-hmm. not aging. There's some way that he's preserved himself magically. Right. Red flag. Red flag to me. First of all. Also, it was really funny to me that Brahm is storytelling and telling Jode all these things in a way that gives Aragon zero information and he's so frustrated. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Right. And then he magically eavesdrops on them. Right. Like, how does he know how to do that? He just, I mean, Brahm has been teaching him words in the ancient languages. So he just, he can, this is a point of Aragon for me, like shows his competency in magic because he was able to use the ancient language to accomplish something that Brahm had not taught him. Yeah, that's fair. That's a whole different step than just memorizing the word Brisinger and making fire do something. That's, that's a big true. step in learning language. That's also true. That's very. That's a very good point. Another thing is Brahm has been hiding in Carvajal for a long time. He... It's on page 183, I think. Brahm says, until the day when my skills would be needed, I had to disappear. No one could know that I was alive, not even you, though it grieved me to pain you unnecessarily. So I went north and hid in Carvajal. Um, so Brahm was running from something. He was hiding from something. I think that was one of my predictions um, that he was in hiding. And that is now being confirmed. But there's so much Brahm information and Brahm lore that we're learning. Like, all of this, what the heck was he doing? His ring is important in some way. Um, There's just a lot of things that were going on with Brahm in this chapter. Right. So we do learn some stuff about his ring. One, that his ring is so important that it's enough to, like, identify him to an individual. Right. For him to show this ring means that, okay, this really came authentically from Braum. That's a big deal in a culture that doesn't have like video chatting or phone calls or messaging, like something that can verify your identity to a person in a written letter is a big deal. We also learned that it was a gift from a queen, the queen, the The queen queen. is what he says. Yeah, that was a big deal. Um, I want to know who the queen is. I I also wondered um, in the early days of this podcast, every time a new man appeared, I wondered if that was Aragon's dad. Um, so now I'm like, every time a woman appears, is that Aragon's mom in hiding? Like, anyway, mm. so that's where I'm at. But another thing, like, there are so many things that just got name dropped in this chapter that, like, I didn't know what they were. Like, what is Ajihad? What is Tuatha do Ortharem? Like, all of these things are mentioned. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? what is that? I need to know more. And I know you're just going to say keep reading, but that doesn't answer my questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I can tell Ajihad is a person. Uh, well, I know that. 
Yeah. That was obvious from the chapter. Other things that I noticed, like dwarves exist. That's really important. So basically, like we have dwarves, we have elves, we have humans, and we have herbals. Mm-hmm. So far. Um, Safira's sarcasm on point, just continuing. Love it. She also is really developing this dislike for being outside. She doesn't like being left behind. And she's getting grumpier about it. Yeah. Also, Aragon can't read. Rude that Gera would not teach him. Yes. And then, of course, at the end, we have Aragon being curious about scrying. I really think that the whole thing about Aragon not reading, like, it's so interesting to me. In our world, it's hard to imagine anyone thinking that, like, you not being able to, you being able to read is a luxury. That's a really hard thing for us to wrap our minds around because so much of our world revolves around being able to read and write. Right, right. And, like, I mean, this whole podcast revolves around that skill. Most everyone's job. Yes. Even even manual jobs where you're, like, delivering packages You've got to read the address. You've got to read your report. Like you've got to read all the things on there. Mm-hmm. And so like, it's hard for us to imagine someone thinking about that. But like Garrow, one, this raises more questions about Garrow. Like who taught Garrow to read? And like, what's Garrow's backstory? And then he learned how to read other than that. But I just think that like, it is a, like, I think it's an important thing of like this skill being taught to Aragon and realizing that like, he is an important person. Like it is important that he's able to read, not just for um, helping them with this task, but like when Aragon goes on in the world, if he's not able to read, he will always be at the mercy of those who can. Right. Right. And this gets into the next chapter a little bit too. So I don't want to get too off subject, but no, that's exactly right. And like, if you can't read, you don't know if people may be misleading you. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like he mm-hmm. it is, it is not just a weakness, but it becomes a potential threat. Yes. Yeah. And then I guess the last thing we have to talk about is this conversation about Rorian. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really have a lot of thoughts about that. Um, I just really like the kind of like ethics that, Brom instills in Aragon at the end of this conversation uh, where Aragon asks like and how will I be able to deny the king's wishes when he's threatened me with death and Brom says Galvatorix wants your willing cooperation without that you're worse than useless to him so the question becomes if you are ever faced with this choice are you willing to die for what you believe in for that is the only way you will defy him He says, it's a difficult question and not one you can answer until you're faced with it. Keep in mind that people have died for their beliefs. It's actually quite common. The real courage is living and suffering for what you believe. And I think that that is a very poignant point on Brahms point of like, it is, it's not easy to die for what you believe. Like it does take some courage, but it is another step to actually sit and live the suffering of for your beliefs. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, that's all I got for this chapter. Let's get your predictions. You said you had a lot. 
I do. So first and foremost, I think it's pretty clear that Brahm is a mage of some sort. Um, but going more than that, I'll save my like most radical, uh, prediction for last, but I, I think there are a lot of cities name dropped in this episode. Right. Um, and I think of all of them, I think they're going to go to Trondheim, 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 Jean, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to go there next. Hmm. Interesting. Just out of curiosity. And if they don't go there next, I do think they will go there eventually. All right. What else? So Brahm's ring is obviously important. I think it's going to keep playing a role. I think it's going to keep coming back. I don't think we're going to get very much information about it soon, but I think that it's going like we're going to get gradual pieces about it. Yeah. I also think this Domeo book, whatever it's called, is very important as well. The history book. Yes. And I think I think there are secrets in that book that nobody other than Galbatorix knows. Mm-hmm. Nobody living other than Galbatorix and maybe Brom. Well, and it's obviously some if it wasn't like significant and powerful, it wouldn't be banned. Like Galbatorix does not want the everyday people knowing the history of Allegatia. Right. That's a red flag. That's a dictator. That's not a mm-hmm. good thing. Um, and then my last prediction. I think that Jode is working with like whatever rebel force mm-hmm. exists that's trying to oppose the empire. Yes. We were told their names. Their names are the Varden. Yes. I think Jode is working with the Varden. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. Interesting predictions. You'll have to keep reading to find out. Yeah, yeah, I know. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Inheritance Cycle Page by Page podcast. We will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Inheritance Cycle page by page podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Inheritance Page or email us at inheritancepage at gmail.com. Make sure you join us on Discord in the Cups podcasting and more. All links are in the episode description. May good fortune rule over you. May the stars watch over you and may peace live in your heart.